Okay, we are doing the narration. This is this is chapter fortieth. The narration of the story of Udyapan from the Sai Satcharitra. My obeisance to Sri Ganesh, to Sri Saraswati, to Sri Guru Maharaj, to the family deity, to Sri Sita Ramachandra. My most humble obeisance. I bow in reverence to the most venerable Guru Sri Sainath. Blessed, blessed is Sri Sainath Sai Samar, who has in the form of this book. brought fulfillment to the devotees and has also accomplished his own purpose by instructing them about the worldly as well as the spiritual matters he who is an instant passes on his own power to the devotees the moment his hand fell on the devotee's head thus making attainable to him the most attainable of unattainable of things removing all separateness between them when you prostrate before him in obeisance giving up the feeling of separateness of you and me and surrender to him single mindedly he holds you to his heart in an embrace of love an ocean and a river are different in name but in the rainy season when they become one their visible form is one and the same without any differentiation when that same feeling when the devotee surrenders wholeheartedly to the sadguru nak seeing their steadfast devotion he also gives his power to the devotees hail to you o sainath who are most loving and merciful to the meek and the poor and do all pervading that you are yet you stay aloof in shirdi for the upliftment of the devotees or saying that you are yet when you set up the quern and sit with legs apart to grind the grain fixing up the handle of the quern firmly in the place to grind the first lot of grain it caused great astonishment to my mind <coughs> and it was the root cause of this book a powerful desire arose in my mind that by describing all such deeds of yours the sin can be totally destroyed hari himself will be most pleased for more than his own he likes the praises of his devotees or their virtues sung by others those listeners who think the statement is without any proof will naturally have doubts but they should see the bhavishyottar purana where tripurari himself has said this and all this was sai's inspiration too but to follow the convention he gave permission to his composition for the benefit of the devotees thereafter the listeners who have been lovingly listening to the story of sai samar serialized from month to month in the sai seal sai leela magazine it is the same sai who has given me permission it is he who has given me the intelligence it is again he who has originally inspired me and once again it is he who is himself getting his own story written let there be no doubt in your mind that this hemad is himself composing this according to his own intelligence and therefore i request you that you do not attribute to me either its merit or its faults where there is merit it is size and where there are faults they too are his i am but a puppet in size hand and dance at the strings are pulled the strings are in the hand of the puppeteer and he will make the character dance in a variegated and colorful or strange manner according to the story but now enough of this introduction the listeners who must be eager to proceed ask me what is the next marvelous story let me narrate to them the greatness and the glory of the guru and his devotees before concluding the last chapter it was decided to start the next with whatever story i am reminded of so now listen to this one that comes to my mind let the listeners listen attentively to this sweet tale about how highly satisfied sai is when the devotee very lovingly serves him a meal actually sai is to his devotee as tender and loving as the mother to her infant and comes running to her aid wherever he might be who can ever repay this great obligation 
Physically, he is moved about Shirdi and yet was present in all the three worlds. Listen with an easy mind to an interesting account in this context. Bala Sahib Dev, a very great devotee, had a firm, unwavering faith in Sai. His mother always observed religious vows about the will of all. Once she had observed many such vows, the Udyapan of which remained to be performed, to conclude them satisfactorily. When the set number of these vows are completed, it is necessary to perform the Udyapan. Or else no merit is gained through their performance, as they remain incomplete. For the Udyapan of about 25 to 30 such vows, Deo had invited about 100 or 200 Brahmins for a meal. He fixed a day for the ceremony and to invite Baba, he wrote to Job to make the request to him on his behalf, saying, Unless you come, the ceremony can never be completed properly. Hence, oblige this humble servant by accepting this prayer. <clears throat> I am but a government servant who has to work for a livelihood and do just a little spiritual sadhana that I can manage, for which you know too well in your mind. Hence, to come personally from Dahanu all the way to Shirdi is not in my power. But I have great hope that you will accept my invitation. Bapu Sahib Jog read, read out the full letter to Baba saying, Do help Deo carry out his Udyapan satisfactorily. Baba listened fully to that invitation, sent with such a pure heart and said, I always remember him who remembers me. I need no horses or carriages, no aeroplanes or trains. To him who calls out to me fondly, I appear instantly without a moment's delay. You, me and a third one, we three shall go together. Send him such a letter. The writer of that letter will be happy. Accordingly, Zog informed Deo that Baba said. Baba Deo was very happy by Baba's words which were always true. Deo too had full faith. Now Baba will come definitely. But the day I experience this will be a golden day. But this too, Deo knew that apart from Shirdi, there were only three other places that Baba went to and that too very rarely. Baba was always in Shirdi. If he felt like it in six months or so, Baba went to Rahata, sometimes to Rui or to Nimgaon, but otherwise he stayed in Shirdi all the time. Beyond these three villages, he never goes anywhere. Then how will he come so far to me at Dahanu? But he is perfect incarnation of Sri Vishnu and can go wherever he pleases. The coming or going is only a worldly convention, while he pervades everything inside out. His coming from there to here or going from here to there are two things even the sky above will not know, for he fills it completely from inside and outside. Such are Baba's movements difficult to know. He fills everything totally, animate and inanimate. What then is coming and going to him? He appears wherever he pleases. However, about a month before this invitation, a sannyasi had come to the station master of Dahanu for his own work. He was a propagator of the Goshala and a volunteer of the institution for the cows and had come to collect contribution to improve the financial position of the institution. From the dress, he appeared to be a Bengali. The master told him the trick, go into the town and there you will be well looked after. The Bamlidhar is there, put this scheme before him, the sates and the saukars, you will meet there, who will give you a helping hand. Once the Mamladdar is in your favour, the contribution for the religious cause will come in no time. So go there with an easy mind. Even as the station master was saying this inside, the sound of the horse's feet was heard outside. The Mamladdar himself had come there, had got down and had gone inside the station. As he entered the room to meet the master, the letter said to the sannyasi, Look, the Mamladdar has himself come here. 
Now you can tell him whatever you want to say. Luckily, you have met him quite easily. The sannyasi then told him the purpose of his visit. They both came out and sat on a box. The sannyasi eagerly entreated Dev. This work must be accomplished. Our protection is a religious service. Unless you take it in your hand, it is not possible in the least that it can be accomplished by an outsider like me. You are the officer of this taluka while I am just a beggar, wandering from door to door to prevent the starvation of the cows. But if you just put in a word, my work will be speedily done and you will get the blessing of the mother cow, since you, are undoubtedly succeed, since you will undoubtedly succeed in this work. On hearing this request of the sannyasi, Deo said, We have just started collecting contribution for some other cause in the town at present. Rao Sahib Narottam Shet, a leading citizen who is most compassionate to the poor, is also very active, has already started a collection of funds. Now you tell me, how will your collection fit in with this? Therefore, this time is not favorable for you, but we can see afterwards. So you wait for two or four months and then come back to this place. Then later on we shall see. Today your work is not feasible. The sannyasi then went away from there. It was about a month later that this, after this, that he came back to Inatonga to Dahanu once again. Opposite the Deo's residence lived one advocate, Paranspe. It was before his house that Deo saw the Tonga stop and the sannyasi alight from it. Suspicion at once rose in Deo's mind and he said to his son, This is definitely the same sannyasi who had come earlier and has now come for the contribution much before time. When hardly a month has gone by, why has he come here? Has he forgotten our earlier conversation? This was the reason for his doubt. The sannyasi let off the Tonga there itself, where he had got down, lingered there a while and then came to Deo's house. Listen to what he said. It is just 10 o'clock, the time for the preparation of the meal for the Brahmin. Seeing Deo's restlessness, he said, I am not impatient for your money. I have not come for the money. It is a meal that we want today. Deo said, come, come, it's my pleasure. Regard this house as your own. Suddenly, the sannyasi said, I have two boys with me. This is a very good thing, said Deo to him. They are still, <coughs> suddenly, the sannyasi said, I have two boys with me. This is a very good thing, said Deo to him. There is still time for the meal. So Deo asked him, Where are you staying? Where can I send someone to call for you? Where is the need for that? When should I come? And at what hour should I present myself? Whenever you say I shall come, the sannyasi began to say, Alright, come at 12 o'clock. Bring the boys with you. And oh saying, take your meal here. Said Deo. The sannyasi then went away and returned at exactly 12 o'clock. All the three of them sat down in the meal and were fully satiated, having had as much as they wanted. When the food was ready, rows of Brahmins sat down for the meal. The host satisfied all, including the sannyasi and the two boys who came with him. Though the sannyasi came on his own, bringing two others with him, yet the purpose of the earlier visit had spread a veil of Maya. Hence, to Deo's mind, it appeared only as this was some guest who had come for a meal. The delusion took a firm hold of his mind. In this way, the meal was over. After the meal, Uttaraposhan or Achmanam of clear Clean pure water was offered, the drinking of cool fragrant water, together with an offering of betel nut etc. They were with great pleasure and due respect offered everyone the customary sandalwood paste with flowers, pan, rose water and attar. Thereafter, people went back to their respective homes. The sannyasi also returned to his place with the two boys. Though they had come quite by chance and uninvited, yet they came at the proper time and had their meal. But to Deo, the sannyasi did not appear to be Baba and doubt still lingered in his mind. Although all this actually happened and the meal was served in front of him to the three uninvited guests, yet in his mind they remained still suspicious. 
He even asked Zog for some proof of Baba's visit. With the result, when the Udyapan was over, Dev wrote a letter to Zog. How is it that Baba has so deceived? Why did he give an assurance about the coming to Dahanu? Will it not make me feel that you will accompany him, that his words will not be untrue, that I will get some proof of this? And yet, why has such a thing happened? Why was I alone to be disappointed thus? With great hopes I waited, but had no such experience of the truth. So lovingly I had I invited Baba, and, and he too had said to me, this supplicant for this protection, that he would come. But all this was reversed. How? I am just unable to understand. Because of my inability to come there personally due to my dependence on others, I wrote the letter of earnest entreaty and full felt truly blessed on hearing this, that in spite of this fact you were coming. I felt that you would have come under any pretext, under any disguise. But how did it not happen if something like this surprises me particularly? Zog narrated the full contents to Sai. Listen to what Baba in great astonishment said to him. When the letter is unfolded in front of me, even before it is read out, all the thoughts of the writer in that letter stand revealed before me. He says that, after assuring him of the truth of my words, I deceived him? Tell him that if he did not recognize me, why did he invite me? To all appearances, I did not move out of here. Yet I lunched at the function. I had said I would come, accompanied by two others, and so I had gone with the two. There is still time for the meal, so walking slowly, I alone went. Do you not remember the sannyasi robe? In this way I first went. In this way I first went. Seeing that I had come unexpectedly, were you not afraid that I would ask for money? And then I cleared your doubts. Did I not say that I will come only for the meal, bringing two others with me? And then came to the proper time with the two others had lunch and had lunch. See, just to keep my word, I will even give up my life. But the words from my mouth will never ever be untrue. When Saina said this, Zog's joy knew no bounds, for it was the experience of all that the promised ones given never remained unfulfilled. Later on with great happiness, Zog conveyed all this to Deo in a detailed letter. When Deo read it, his eyes were flooded with tears of love and joy. Oh shame, shame on me that I blamed Sai, he thought, inwardly ashamed of himself. Blessed is Sai's greatness and shame on, his, on my conceit that I know everything, but I do not understand as to how I was to guess that that sannyasi was Baba himself. Before I invited Baba, the sannyasi had already paid his first visit, and that too for his own work of collecting funds. I had already given him the time for two or four months for coming again, but when the same sannyasi came and asked for a meal, how was I to infer that he is Baba himself? But there is only one statement of Baba's. When I come to have a meal, there will be two others with me, which completely escaped my mind. Had I met the sannyasi for the first time and that too only for that meal, after my invitation to Baba, then I would not have been deceived thus. But he came in connection with cow protection and for collecting money to feed the cows. It was after this that I sent the invitation to Sai to come for the Udyapan. Hence it was that in my mind which deluded due to which all this took place. Although he had a meal along with two others, yet I only thought him to be a guest come to have a meal. Had he not been someone I had known before, who had come with any two people quite unexpectedly at lunchtime, I would definitely have regarded them as Sai. But such are the ways of these saints, their inconceivable leelas and wonderful doings. It is they themselves who plan these functions at their devotees' houses much beforehand. When the devotees surrender at his feet, their auspicious functions are performed, quite unexpectedly, in this same way. 
truly incomprehensible are the doings of this saint. We have read a beautiful story. This story will tell you something very unique. What it tells you is that if there is a word given by the sage at any point in time, he will ensure that the word is kept. So even if the word is given that, suppose you are going to, somebody comes and says, you know, I don't have a child. So the person says, you know, the sage will tell, okay, you will have a child. Now it so happens that that particular person gets the child but doesn't remember. Now, in the beginning we read something which is called Udyapan. Udyapan is an act when some wishes are fulfilled or when something is done or something has happened, the idea is to, whatever we might have said, you know, that I want to give 100 rupees to this temple or I want to go and do Pradakshana or I want to walk for 4 kilometers and I want to go to that temple. Like in Mumbai they do this kind of a thing. They walk down to a temple which is called Siddhi Vinayak Temple. So even Mr. Amitabh Bachchan also walks down from Juhu to Siddhi Vinayak Temple which would be approximately about 14 to 15 kilometers one way. So he walks, starts walking early in the morning. So that is something when your wishes are fulfilled, you have to complete what you have said. Now many a times when these kind of things happen, you do not relate it to that. The sage might have said something to you, but you do not relate it to that incident, saying that, oh, I got it because I, uh, something like that, you know, it has happened. No, there is something that you have to consider over here. Udyapan is necessary even if you have said that you want to do something. Like say, for example, you have said that, you know, once if I pass, I will go and light a candle in front of the rockery near Mother Mary. You better do it. It is important. You cannot just leave the words like that in, in blank. So remember this always that if you have said something, it is always better to fulfill that. So I am putting two stories together. One is the Udyapan part of it and the second one where Sai Baba comes to this place. Again, the words of a saint are always coming true, whether you like it or not. What we do is we are looking out for somebody unique. We think the saint is dressed in a particular garb. He is going to come in that way. No, don't get mistaken because the saint is not the garb. He is not the person. He is not the body. He is the divine consciousness. The divine consciousness can appear in any place, in any form, at whenever and wherever he feels like. So, don't ever consider this that only that particular person is going to come. If Jesus has told you that, okay, I am coming or Baba has told you he is coming or Buddha has said that he is coming, you better be sure he is going to turn up. But you cannot expect a bald person to say, you know, come and then you thinking that he is Buddha. No. A Buddha can appear like a small child. I mean, these are my experiences also where I... To meet my Gurudev, it is very difficult or impossible for any normal human being. Many a times he has appeared in different garbs, in a different form, in a different way. Sometimes as a very, very young boy, sometimes as a very old person. There is no way of knowing. But you've got to recognize him because he will point out to you some things. Some things like very unique in nature. Like say for example, he will come and say, Oh, this place I had been here before. Okay, this is what it is. 
and you will wonder but this man is coming here for the first time how does he know that he he has come here before so he will point out okay in that corner there was this thing something unique something difficult different something which you will he will point out in a particular way he or she will point out in a particular way that they are the divine but that, that divinity will never be understood in a straightforward manner so we have to always know this that if they have given a word they will definitely come now you will wonder you know i said the name of jesus or buddha and all these people they are not there in their today they are not there buddha happened more than 3500 years ago and jesus happened 2000 years ago more than 2000 years ago how is it possible that they will appear well you might have had a dream and in the dream if he says so then he says so then <laughs> there is something that is going to happen it's going to happen so any word that is given to you even in a dream or even out of context where you might have got it's like in the beginning of this chapter it was mentioned that this book got written by baba correct now when we say this when this book got written by baba that means even a book like quran or a book like bible or a book like bhagavad gita or a guru charitra has got written by that particular entity like krishna himself would have got his gita written okay jesus himself would have got his work written through the different sages through the different saints that were there at that time you will say you know it is 150 125 years later those people wrote it why are you bothered the quran also got written in the same way it came every day in a form of a dream which he conveyed the prophet conveyed it to his wife and the wife wrote it down so in the same way you will find that the books which are very very renowned they have come about in this manner okay so when i said that some by chance if you come across jesus or buddha don't keep your mind closed that you will not meet them who who says you will not meet many a times you meet that particular divine being but you don't know that you have met him is because we have got preconceived notions about a few things so you have to leave your preconceived notions okay and always remember this that if some word is given in even in a dream or even by chance suddenly a flash is there flash means you know while you you may be just sitting and suddenly you get a feeling oh baba is telling this to me you will get it you will find this happening many a times in your world somebody is telling you something and you don't and then you suddenly get out of that trance and you say oh i just heard these words so what does it mean don't worry that is nothing but the divine talking to you so accept whatever is being said okay we will continue chintamani will give you what you ask for kalpataru will grant the wishes of your heart kamadeno produces the things you desire but it is only the guru the mother who gives you what you have never ever thought of here of course baba was invited and appeared in the garb of sanyasi what so wonderful is leela that sometimes he came even when un- uninvited sometimes in the form of a photograph sometimes in the form of a clay idol there is no limit to his kindness sometimes he appeared all on his own listeners will be amazed when they hear my experience in this context from this novel unique tales they may always 
they will also come to know of the prowess of Sai's Leelas. Some may even say to this, is this a true story or some imaginary tale? They may say what they please, but you should listen to this with due respect. Everything is confirmed by faith alone. Remember these words. Everything is confirmed by faith alone. If you have no faith, then there is no confirmation of anything in this world. Because tomorrow you will be like, your son will say, Dad, Mom, you say there is God. Can you prove it to me that there is a God over there? Now what proof do you want to give him? So there is no proof like that. You cannot say, oh, this is God. He will say it's just a stone idol. So you will have to come up with some explanation. You have to say that, you know, when you say, no, God exists. So he says, show me. What do you do? So here you have to understand it's a matter of faith. Not of proof. You got the point? See, when you have no belief in a system, then you require proof for belief. Isn't it? Do you understand what I am saying? See, when you don't have faith, then you require proof of everything. Isn't it? That, uh, that something is there, that somebody is capable of doing this particular thing. Now today, let us say for example, you want to paint your house. And, uh, and one man comes across to your door and says, you know, oh, I can paint. Do you have any proof that this person has painted? No. So you will ask him, oh, where have you done your job before? So he will take the name of some three, four neighbors of yours. Oh, and then you will say, okay, okay, I have seen that place. So I have proof that you have done the job properly. So there is no faith first. Because of that, you need to have proof. So proving something is important only when there is no faith. But if you have faith, then there is no proof required. You got the point? When you have faith, there is no need of any proof. That means you are 100% sure that this is how it is. So if you think that there is no God, many a times when something is go wrong in our world, you know what we say? God, you don't exist. You know, you are never there when I want you. You are always leaving me and going away just like that. I don't think you exist in this world. You can't, you can't even look at the trouble that I am in. You are actually losing your faith over there. But if the faith exists and then you say, you are taking care of me, I know that. This could have been worse than before. And I am sure this is my karma. And you are past pushing me through this. And you are taking care of me. And that faith will make you pass through those hurdles properly. I am sure you must have seen this uh, serial, you know, some of you, if you have seen the serial of uh, the Mahabharat that is going on just now, there is a particular episode where Durvasa Muni is coming to eat food and the whole family has eaten the food first, the Pandavas have finished the food and it is only faith, only faith in Krishna which is shown, which will prove that the Brahmanas are given their food or they are not given their food. So Krishna has to stand over there. But if you don't have any faith, who is going to stand over there? Nobody. So faith doesn't require any proofs. Remember this. But when you don't have faith, then you require hundreds of proofs to know whether this is correct or not. We require quality assurances, you know. All the seals. All the seals from every other person in this world. Yes, 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 I know. 
This is a very good company. You go to this fellow. He is going to do a good job for you. How many times we have heard this before? You know, many a times we go to all these dudwalas. I don't know, in Mumbai we used to go to hundreds of these dudwalas. Everybody will put water in it and give. <laughs> and you will say, Oh, Jada Pani Dalta, ye kam pani dalta. So, iske pas jada, uske pas kam pani. So, we have, we used to have these kind of systems. And again, you will find that contamination, you know, they keep on mixing up stuff and things like that. Again, rates, bargaining, all these things, we require some sort of experience to get an idea that, okay, this person is the right person. Again, now you are searching for schools. Hundreds of schools you might have, you know, visited. Oh, this one, this one, this one, this one, this one. And then you suddenly come across a friend of yours and he says, you know what, I have to tell you, there is this very good school in Jayanagar. Very good. I tell you, I'll give you the principal's reference. You know, he's very good. I tell you. And what happens, you have got one proof and then maybe you will get one more and maybe you will get one more and then you will go and put your son over there. That's what happens. It's the same thing. You have heard many a times and sometimes you get this proof. So understand, faith doesn't require proof. When you have faith, why do you need proof? So if your son comes to you and tells you, there is no God, please prove it to me. You tell him. Have faith. And whatever that you feel that God is there or not there, whatever, you know. But that faith is important. You will find that you will sail through everything, all the things in the world properly. It's the same thing, you know. If if I don't have faith in my own employee, <laughs> I am not going to interest him with any job. You know, the Kamali boys who keep on coming to our house. If you know they are very good at breaking all the all the glass crockery and stuff like that, you will not want to give them. <laughs> so you seen that they are very good in cleaning and all that, then only you will give them. This happens in India. Maybe in US there is there might be another system. I don't know. So <laughs> let us come back. <clears throat> Laziness, sleepiness, or exhaustion should be brushed aside. Only then I will be satisfied. When you give me the gift of listening with full attention. See, we are, most of the time, we keep, ah, 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 yes, yeah. We keep on listening. Actually, we keep on saying these words, but half of the time, we are not listening to people. You know, <laughs> this is the very common thing that is there in our in our world. When the two friends are talking, yeah, yeah, ah, yeah, yeah, very good, yes, very nice. Half of the time, we are not listening to anything. But a satsang or a reading has to be listened to. Listening is important. Laziness should not be there. Sleepiness. Okay. Or exhaustion. Exhaustion. I am tired. I don't know what I am going to hear. And sleeping on the floor and listening to the satsang. Wow. What a great thing that you are doing. I mean, imagine, you know, you think this is what a television or something like that, that you are watching some serial that you are sleeping on the floor and okay, let me watch. No, that is not the way. You have to be very, very alert. For a moment, if you drive away all agitation and put your mind completely at ease, the listening will be helpful. Remove all the agitations that are there. Reflection, constant contemplation will follow. Reflection means whatever the words that have come to you, you will get some, you know, fruits out of it. Otherwise, there is nothing going to come out of it. It is like, you know, means, you know, you put a a pot upside down 
and you put the tap on then the water is anyway not going to go inside it flows on all the sides so we say you know people are like that most of the time we just okay 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 we keep on saying no you got to listen <clears throat> so reflection and complete constant contemplation will follow these are the things that will follow thereafter will come direct perception then perception comes perception is you get an acknowledgement of whatever that you have heard now today if you hear a story let us say for example you have heard a story where you have heard that baba has gone for a particular thing you keep on contemplating you think about this story and after some time you will get the direct perception means an experience connected to this somewhere the experience happens we don't know how it happens but it happens but the basis of all this is listening okay it is the essence of these and it is certainly the means of safely crossing this worldly life in the year 1917 on the full moon day in the month of falgun roughly february march as i was asleep in my bed i had a dream in the early hours of the morning just see size doing he gave me darshan in a beautiful dress of a sanyasi and waking up in my dream said today i am coming for a meal waking up in the dream is also a part of the dream just now only i was telling you that these saints they talk to you in the dream also they may not exist at that point in time they might have you know they have left their body and gone don't worry about all these things if they say something to you even in a dream they'll keep that for on really waking up from the sleep i try to remember as i opened my eyes and looked around there was neither sign nor anyone else in the place when i saw a moment ago was just a dream without the least degree of wakefulness when my mind was resolved thus i tried to remember the dream and in my mind i recalled each and every letter of what he said without forgetting in the least on hearing sai's clear words today i am coming for a meal i felt very happy and told this to my wife in the mind in the heart there was a constant meditation on sai alone and this is the ceaseless practice yet in this association of 7 years there is neither an ex- never an ex- idea or expectation of coming for a meal however i told her my wife today is the festival of holi remember to cook a quarter sear more rice on telling her just this much she began to ask the reason for it i said today is the festive occasion a guest is coming for lunch so she said tell me who it is out of great curiosity but if i were to tell her the real reason it would only become a matter of ridicule i mean this is exactly what happens to most of the people you know if we tell our innermost thought to our in like those who are the spiritually you know attuned people and you tell your spouse that oh you know i i got a dream in which baba came and he said or something like that or the the person is going to give you a look like this you you are you are mad you know you are talking nonsense what are you talking bullshit you are saying nothing like that happens they don't have faith so <laughs> you feel that they are going to ridicule you don't bother about it see never bother about this kind of thing because it's a part and parcel of this people are skeptical okay everybody is a skeptical but it is the faith which wins okay remember this the faith is something which doesn't require proof the other person may not have faith how do you know that that person has faith if that person had faith then the dream will be continued in yours and their persons isn't it remember the previous story where they made the samadhi mandir both the people got the dream simultaneously so it is the same thing but if one person has and one person doesn't have maybe it sometimes appears that it is so so don't bother about it don't feel don't feel that they are ridiculing you or anything like that don't bother about it because they don't have faith it's okay 
So it would only become a matter of ridicule. This too I knew full well. And yet not to tell the untruth, I narrated the truth to her with a great faith. And that all this happened depends on the one's faith. As the feeling within, so is the thing true or false. This depends altogether on one's mind. Again, whatever the feeling that you have gotten, it, it translates into the mind also that yes, now he is going to come. Something like that. Try as I would to convince her, her mind would not be convinced. She said, why will Baba come all the way, all the distance from Shirdi? What meal can we offer him? And what holy feast do we celebrate? Leaving the sweet meats of Shirdi, will he eat our coarse unsavory food here? Again, this is an assumption which people make. The assumption that, okay, the great sages and the saint, they must be eating all the chapan bog and all the fancy food stuff. Sorry boss. They love only simple rice, dal, whatever that you offer. Even if you offer the coarsest of the grains, they will eat. I am sure you remember the story where that particular saint was offered the uh, avrekai, you know, that wal papadi as we call it in Marathi. It was offered to the saint and while going out, he pulled the tree out. And below that was the entire box of gold found over there. So, this is a story from the... Uh, Guru Charitra, by the way. Okay. So, hopefully if we go ahead, we may do Guru Charitra. We don't know. Let us see. If the Guru wants it, it we will say. <laughs> so, so the, the wife is very skeptical about it. He says, what meal can we offer him? And what holy festival do we celebrate? Leaving the sweet meats of Shildi. Will he come and eat our coarse, unsavory food here? So, she said, I replied. What big effort do we have to make to cook a quarter sear of extra rice? You are not wanting for a quarter measure of rice. Even I do not say that Sai will personally be this guest. But I undoubtedly feel that somebody or the other will come. You may then regard him as anyone you like. But to me he will be Sai. Or rather I will regard him as none other than Sai. And thus my dream will come true. Such was our dialogue. The noontime approach, the puja were being offered to the holy fire with their proper rituals, patravalis were laid out for the meal. This holy is the previous day of, uh, by the way, people always mix up holy with uh, the next day. Okay, holy is the day where holika, holika was the sister, if you remember, okay, I am sure you remember the story of Hiranyakashap and all, she was his sister, okay. Right? And Prahlad is the person whom she was supposed to sit on top of that pyre of wood. You know? The Vardhan was given to Holika that she will never get burnt in her life. And Hiranyakashyap tells his son, this is your auntie, go and sit in her lap. You will not get burnt, don't worry. And Hiranyakashyap doesn't know that this is the great devotee of the Lord. Holika gets burnt, but Prahlad doesn't. So this is the story which happened. And the holy, the actual word holy comes from this term Holika. Whereas the next day is another festival. We mix up that as holy. That is Duli Vandan. Duli means dust. dust. It is a dust. Vandan. It's a, if we throw colored dust on every other person. Okay? That is that gulal and every other thing. Color. We throw on people. 
and this uh, they show in all these movies also okay with all that pichkari and stuff like that i don't know whether pichkari existed during the time <laughs> in ancient times but they show this is a festival which is celebrated in vrindavan whereas holi is celebrated somewhere else so this is not to be mixed up so what he was talking about this burning of the fire that pyre that is burnt in the, in the night you know that is holi for sons grandsons daughters son in laws and close friends now a patravali part etc was arranged rangolis colorful and variegated were drawn around with the patravalis for the drink diners among all these in the main row a part was put in the center part means a, a play i know a small wooden platform that is put on which you can sit in ancient times you used to do that and nowadays you sit on chair and eat from the tables okay imagine uh, <laughs> a chair with only 1 inch or 2 inch of the <laughs> raised from the ground that must maybe that's called a pat a pat was put in the center with a plate for sai and food was served on it along with that for the others a colorful bright rangoli was drawn around his plate for each diner a metal drinking vessel of water a little tall cylinder metal glasses and a tiny ladle was laid out it was the same for all papad sangas salads tasty pickles along with a variety of vegetables cheese etc were served almost all the preparations were over just a few lines before was said what can i offer baba <laughs> and in this line it is mentioned papad sangas salads tasty pickles with variety of vegetables kheer etc was doesn't it sound very funny so you mean to say uh, baba is not going to enjoy this meal i mean even i will enjoy you will also enjoy <laughs> okay almost all the preparations are over seeing that it was 12 o'clock the diners wore the sobla or silken dhotis and one by one came to sit on the pot still no guest turned up sobla is that uh, mythical color <laughs> garment okay all the places were occupied rice varan chapati were served and nothing was wanting in the place except the guest in the vacant seat in the center they all waited for some guest to come even i became doubtful in my mind how long should one wait faith remember doubt is the enemy of faith so <laughs> never have doubts so the door was bolted anna shuddhi or putting clarified butter on the rice as purifying for the food was quickly served naivedya was offered and it was time to offering of various types of food as vishwadev so they take the rice modi of rice on that they put the varan that is the very simple uh you know dal which is cooked on top they will put a little ghee okay and that is shuddhi so that is important shuddhi is basically we indians we are used to eating a lot of ghee no then little shuddhi is sufficient that reminds me of a story you know uh, now in the modern days all these uh, brahmans you know they all go to all different houses and used to say prayers in the ancient times so they will always get they will always tell you know ek sawa kilo hai na ghee leke aao and this much and that much and 5 kg of rice and so many kgs of this thing they gave a big list of things to do and you know so you get all the stuff so there was this brahmana who used to get all this dakshana and everything bad days come on him now when he used to go out now how do you tell the world that uh, you know you have no service nowadays nobody offers prayers or does any pujas so what he would do was he had a small tin of ghee he would dip his finger every day and put it on his lips and go out 
so that people you, you smell the ghee you know a belgavi type of ghee used to get earlier i don't know those who know belgav the ghee from there has got a very peculiar taste even our karnataka ghee you know that nandini has got a very different taste than other ghees in india so he used to put it on the lips and people would smell ah okay okay this brahmana is well to do he has had so many pujas so it's just a side this thing the diners were about to take pranahuti that is offering the food to the vital heirs when suddenly footsteps were heard in the staircase as someone asked where is rao sahib the diners were still in their places for a moment so i went to the door as i was thinking my mind that somebody had come as i slowly unbolted the door i saw two persons on the stairs one of them was ali mohammed and the other a disciple of saint maulana ismo mujawar by many name both were very happy they saw that everything was in readiness for a meal and that their place was waiting the food was being served in the plates on seeing all this ali re- requested pardon me for the trouble i have given it appears that you have rushed for your meal for my sake for you the others too are kept waiting so just take this thing which is yours i shall meet you later when i have said i have some time and will tell you in detail the marvelous wonder about this so saying ali took out a parcel from under his arm and placing it on the table in front began to undo the knots as he removed the newspaper wrapping in an instant was seen a bass relief of sai he said you keep this thing accept accepting my request on seeing sai baba's bass relief his hair on my body stood and end and with a deep emotion my heart was overpowered by love and joy and at once i placed my head on sai's feet when i saw this wonderful leela of sai i thought it was a great marvel and i felt that he had blessed me by showing this great prowess in this way out of great curiosity i asked him where he got it he said i bought it at one of the shops then without waiting for another moment they both said we are both getting going away now you can have your meal peacefully if i begin to explain the reasons just now the people will be unnecessarily be kept waiting for the meal so i shall tell you all that afterwards at leisure i also thought of it to be proper moreover i was deeply engrossed in my own joy at the arrival of the bass relief in the nick of the time so thanking him i said all right you may go but i shall i shall also narrate the reason for the arrival of the bass relief here later on what is the need to narrate it today itself and so when they were gone the bass relief was placed on the part in the center as already decided all were very happy in their minds truly incomprehensible is sai's leela under this guise he comes and proves his words in my dream they who have expected that in a case a guest arrives at that time he would come and sit there in a row of diners oh what a surprise it was to them everyone was delighted to see this beautiful image in that bas relief they all wondered how this came about in such a unexpected manner thus when the bas relief was installed puja was performed and all the proper rites and rituals like agraha padya etc after the naivedya was offered with love and devotion everyone began the meal from then onwards till now on every holy festival this bas relief gets the puja performed with the proper procedure and the all ashtapcha along with the other gods in the puja it is also worshiped in the shrine such is the unique leela that sai showed to the devotees at every step and so the two men kept putting off their visit to explain for the whole 9 years and i did not see them during all that time by a concurrence of destiny and karma at least i casually met ali mohammed this year as i was walking on the road on meeting him i was most eager to ask him about the marvel of the bas relief and said why have you been silent for so many years today as before we have unexpectedly met and at this opportunity has come our way easily tell me that interesting account i know well that you are also a devotee of sai but how did you find it appropriate to come unexpectedly at the particular day only 
Then Ali narrated the whole story saying, Listen, I shall tell you in detail and see Sai's marvelous Leela which is full of wonder. What is the significance of this Leela? What is this purpose and what is the essence of the devotee? Sai alone knows this properly. As for us, we should only listen to the Leelas from each other and sing them with our mouths. They also bring more beneficial to us. Now the account that follows will be fully narrated in the next chapter. It will gladden the listeners. Sai's story is unfailingly beneficial to all. Sai, the cloud of joy and without hatred for anyone, should be worshipped ceaselessly and constantly, and you will enjoy happiness and contentment. Your mind too will become free from desires. The Chatak bird, for his selfish purpose, entreats the cloud, but the cloud satiates the whole creation. Bala Sahib invites Baba, but Baba then called his devotees too. The listeners are also included among the devotees who have listened to the stories of the Udyapan so lovingly and thereafter experience the joy of Sai's company, indicating their satiety by belching. How can we come uninvited? How he appears in physical form? How he fills his devotee with a sense of obligation? And how he gives them awareness at every step? And so, Hemad surrenders himself to Sai. He will get the presentation of the next chapter arranged as he wishes. For the next chapter will follow the same pattern as the last. He affords protections to those who seek refuge. And it is for this promise of this is that Hemad embraces his feet and he also does not push Hemad away. Will be to all. Here ends the 40th chapter of Sri Sai Samat Satcharit called the narration of the story of Udyapan as inspired by the saints and the virtuous and composed by the devotee Hemad Pan. So we have ended this chapter over here.